Snapchat's new custom stories feature has an intriguing way to let multiple people collect their photos and videos into a common story based on, you know, a group of people or based on a physical location through geofencing. It's episode 328 of the Dan York Report, and yesterday on May 23rd, Snapchat rolled out a feature called Custom Stories. And and it's interesting. I'd be curious for feedback about what people think. Now, to back up, if you're not a Snapchat user or just an occasional user, the basic idea of Snapchat is that you take a, a photo or a video and you send it to somebody. And then that person can view it for a, a certain period of time, which now could be limitless, but after they view it, it disappears. It's what's called ephemeral messaging. And what happens though, is that when you do the photo, you can um, send it to somebody directly or to a group of people, or you can post it to what's called your story. And your story is much more like your Facebook timeline or your Twitter timeline, Instagram timeline, whatever, where the photos are or videos are there um, and your friends can see them and and look at them and chat with you and that kind of stuff about them. But they're there and then they in Snapchat world, they disappear after 24 hours. So there's this idea that you keep going back to post messages to your story so people can see it and do that kind of thing. Well, when you go to some places, you've had the ability to post your photo, not just to your story, but to another story. So for instance, I was recently in New York City and I could post it to the New York story and then other people could post to that story too. It's much more of a public thing. And so we could collectively build this story of what it was like being in New York, that kind of thing. Well, now Snapchat's given you the capability to do this yourself. Now, the use case they promote on the on their blog posts around this is people going on a trip together. And their video shows, you know, three attractive young women out touring around somewhere in the US West. And of course you've got them, you know, running through the the area there. They're they're kayaking in bikinis down a river. They're going through slot canyons. They're, you know, getting on a Jeep and they're moving around. They're doing different stuff. I and mean, it's all, you know, it's that kind of thing of look, aren't we amazing kind of thing. But they're posting it, the three of them are posting their different photos and videos to this common story, which is then visible by all of their friends and their friends of friends, and they can see this. And you know, you could cynically say that either those friends are saying, wow, looks like they're having a great time, that's so cool, or their friends are saying, wow, looks like they're having a great time, I'm a loser because I'm not there. But leaving the psychology aside for a minute, it's a, an interesting way to collaborate. So for instance, um, I'm traveling soon to an event and I could make a little event, you know, story with my other friends and colleagues who are also going to be there. And we could have a common um, story of all of our photos, our, our timeline and things that would be there that, uh, that would be visible to people while we're there. Now, of course, this is Snapchat. And so stories disappear after nobody has contributed for 24 hours. So you know, you, it, it feeds into the whole psychology of Snapchat where they want people to come back to the app to continue to post and to do that. So once you create this story of, you know, the conference that you're at or the trip you're on, you basically are, you, you've got to keep feeding that story with at least once in 24 hours, somebody's got to feed that story for it to continue to exist. But then of course, you know, photos will fade out after 24 hours as well. So again, this is all, let's say, ephemeral, as we say. It's there and it's gone. It's not long-lasting like something you might do on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter or Flickr, wherever you go and post photos. It's just there and then gone. But So one aspect is you 
say that you're going to create the story and you give certain, you invite certain friends to contribute. So then they are the ones who can contribute into this, uh, this story. Other friends and friends of friends can view it, but certain group people are allowed in. Now, the other piece, and what I find a little bit more interesting, is the ability to do geofencing based on location. So, for instance, if you were at a festival, if I were at a festival, say, in downtown Keene, New Hampshire, where I live, I could go and go there, take a photo, create a story, and tag it as geofencing. And then all of my friends or friends of friends would be able to go and contribute pictures to that story as well. And so we could go and build this collaborative experience for the time that it's there about what we're seeing and what we're doing and that kind of thing that's there. Now, it's interesting to think you could also tie it to a physical location. For instance, a, a school, a community building, a church, uh, you know, an event location, something like that. I've thought about what about my local coffee shop? You know, could I do something there? And then it becomes the Brubaker's story. And so other friends who would come in there could take photos or videos and then post them to that, that same kind of story. As long as somebody contributes within 24 hours, um, that story will continue to exist. It's interesting to think, you know, could the, could the company, could the organization, the, the coffee house in this place, could they start up a story and then just uh, start posting to it and post stuff every day, perhaps a picture of their muffins, a picture of, you know, whatever they're doing, the daily menu, that kind of thing. Could they start to do that, make it visible for people who are, you know, browsing nearby or that kind of thing? Um, and I think right now it's friends and friends of friends. It looks like it's limited to. It's not a public story that just anybody, you'd have to have some kind of connection to the, the, the person who was uh, creating the story. But it's interesting to think about what could you do with this ability to, you know, merge that storytelling in with the physical location? I'd be curious. What do you think? Do you see this as something useful? Would you see it as something nice to uh, to work, do when you're on a trip or when you're doing something like that? Or do you find it just something that's, you know, not something you'll ever use? I'd be curious. Leave me a comment here on uh, soundcloud.com slash Dan York or anywhere this appears on social media. I, I am on Snapchat. You can find me there as Dan York 324. I, I will admit that I don't necessarily use it all the time, but it is something I do use occasionally in there. And uh, I'd just be curious. What do you think? Is this something interesting? And I'm particularly curious. How do you see this geofencing feature being use useful? I'm intrigued by the possibilities. That's all for now. You can find more of my writing and audio at danyork.me. Thanks for listening and bye for now.